that even demons trouble at that moment. The word of God declares that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. The name of Jesus is a strong power where the righteous run in and they are saved. We welcome you today. Thank you for joining us this Easter Sunday. I'm Pastor David Foster, the senior pastor of Faith City Church, where our mission is to love, reach, and grow people. And I'm just excited about what God is doing. In spite of everything that is going on in our nation, God is still on the throne. Yes, he is. He has all power in his hand. And we come to celebrate him today, today his special day. Matter of fact, every day is his day. But this is Easter and we, we thank him for the sacrifice of Calvary. And we come today, we believe that we have a word for you on today. We have some good news. In spite of all that is going on in our society today, I don't know about you, but I need some good news. We need to turn off the television and put some good news in our ears. And this morning, I pray that you tuning in will be good news. So I want to take my text this morning from Hebrews 9 and 14. The word of God reads, How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our conscience from acts that led to death so that we may serve the living God. This morning, I want to talk to you from the subject, his blood made the difference. I want you to turn to somebody that's in the room with you and tell him, tell them his blood made the difference. Though we are living in an unusual time, this is an unusual Easter. I can't remember an Easter since I was old enough to know what Easter meant not to be in church. Easter and church to me are like milk and cereal. It's like butter popcorn and a movie. It's like Thanksgiving and a turkey. They both go together. On Easter Sunday, you just go to church. But here we are, this invisible enemy. Yeah, COVID-19 has interrupted just about everything. Everything from handshaking to high-fiving to hugging one another to watching our favorite sports. It's like we can't do much. But I thank God that we got a God that is on the throne and yet handling and in control of everything. We're living in what is really a temporary new reality. But I can suggest to you this morning that though it is an unusual Easter, it doesn't negate what took place nearly 2,000 years ago on a hill called Calvary. In fact, what was done nearly 2,000 years ago is still relevant today as it was back then. Though COVID-19 has impacted us in a negative sense, there is something that can never be impacted in a negative sense and I'm talking about the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ 
It was Andre Crouch that expressed this very thing when he sung the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength from day to day. Yeah, it will never lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. The blood that gives me my strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. Somebody ought to be glad about that this morning. It's hard to think about Easter without thinking about the crimson blood. Whether you are a sinner or a saint, some things in America just make sense to the subconscious. But can I tell you, I don't think that we talk about the blood enough. I think that we talk about a lot of things. We talk about what Jesus will do. The fact that he'll bless you with a job. The fact that he'll bless you with a nice house. The fact that he'll give you the car of your dreams. The fact that, you know, the spouse that you prayed for, that you believe that is coming. But what about what he's already done? All of these things are nice. But can I tell you, it, they all fall short in comparison to what Jesus has already done. That's right. His blood has done far more for us than a car or a house or a job. Oh, I wish I had a witness. Well, let's get in the text this morning. This text. Yeah, this text. Let's see. The text says, as we look into it, in order to fully uh, appreciate the text, understand we must look at the context. See, in the Old Testament, blood made a difference. In the Old Testament, blood was, uh, had, God had established a sacrificial system with his people. A sacrificial system that called for them to bring animals to the temple to be sacrificed for their sins. Once a year, they were required to bring bulls, goats, yeah, lambs, and sacrifice them, sprinkling the blood on the altar. If you think about it, uh, I, I mean, that's, that's, that's a significant amount of animals being sacrificed once a year. I mean, not only that, but if you think about the quantity of blood that had to be shed. I mean, they, we're talking about millions of gallons of blood. I mean, that's a lot of blood. But not only that, but in the Old Testament, blood was used for dedicating temples. I mean, we see this in uh, Solomon's temple in 1 Kings 8 and 63. The Bible declares that Solomon offered a sacrifice of fellowship offering to the Lord. 2,000 or 22,000 cam camels and 120,000 uh, 20, sheep and goats. So the king and all Israel, all the Israelites dedicated the temple to the Lord. I mean, think about that. Think about all of those quantity of animals, somewhere around 500,000. I mean, this was 500,000 gallons of blood, nearly about 16 barrels of blood. That's a lot of blood. And if you think about not only there, but if we back up to Exodus, you remember the children of Israel? You remember when they were, God was leading them out of, the, out of Egypt and the deaf angel was going to come by? And we find out that the Lord told them to kill a lamb and put the blood on the doorpost and the lintel. So we see from the Old Testament to really 
uh, uh, the New Testament that blood meant something. Matter of fact, if we think about blood today, uh, blood is significant even today. Uh, you don't believe it, you ask the American Red Cross. I mean, they would tell you how much blood makes a difference. For instance, every two seconds in the United States, someone needs blood. It is essential for surgeries, for cancer treatments, for chronic illness, for traumatic injuries. And approximately 36,000 units of blood cells are needed every day in the United States. The average red cell, uh, red blood cell transfusion is approximately three units. A single car accident victim can require as many as 100 units of blood. So we can see from the Old Testament to the New Testament, yeah, blood makes a difference. But the writer of Hebrews takes it just a little bit further. Yeah, the right of Hebrews. See, the blood of animals could only do so much. Yeah, the blood of animals only covered a person's sins. Yeah, think about it just for a minute. Imagine not taking a bath. Imagine not taking a bath and putting on clean clothes. Yeah, somewhere down the line, eventually, how you smell is going to tell. Yes, it is. It's going to tell through those clean clothes. Well, that's how sin was. That even though they sacrificed, understand, even though they sacrificed the blood, after they had sacrificed, those sins were not forgiven but covered up. And guess what? They were exposed again. They kept on coming out. Yeah, the blood, the blood. Yeah, the blood of animals was limited Yeah, in the difference that it could make. The same is true about our blood. Now, understand, it's good to give blood to the Red Cross. We ought to do that. But the truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, understand, uh, the only blood that makes the difference. Yeah, notice I said the difference. There's blood that makes a difference, but the difference is the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is what the writer of Hebrews was alluding to. Look at it. Look at the text. Look at the text. He says in Verse 9, verse 9, chapter 9, 14, he says, how much more then will the blood of Christ? Yeah, see what Israel needed was not the blood of animals or goats. Yeah, what, the, what Israel needed was not the blood of an ordinary man. Matter of fact, the blood that we need is not uh, animal blood. The blood that we need is not the blood of the average man. No, no, the blood that we need is the blood of an innocent man. That's right, an innocent man. And only there's only one person that qualifies for the shedding of an innocent blood, and that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, his blood makes the difference. Can I tell you the difference that his blood makes? Let's look at a few of these. The first thing is that his blood brought redemption. Yeah, it brought redemption. Redemption refers to the process of paying the price or the ransom yeah, to free a slave. Yeah, the psalmist said uh, this so eloquently in Psalm 51 and 5 of the Good, good News translation, the God's Word translation. He says, indeed, I was born guilty. Yeah, I was a sinner when my mother conceived me. Understand, each and every one of us, yeah, we were born in sin. That's right. 
Yeah, you didn't come out your mother's womb, yeah, save and uh, uh, thinking to do the right thing. No, all of us came out with some problems, and the problem that we came out with is sin. Yeah, we were slaves to the devil. That's right, we were slaves. Whatever he told us to do, we did. Whatever he told us to say, we said. But thanks be to God that we don't have to keep on being a slave. I don't know about you, uh, but I don't like slavery. I'm so glad that we have a God that was willing to shed some blood so that he could free us from slavery. Anybody glad about that this morning? Yeah, Jesus' blood paid the price for our freedom. Matter of fact, that's what Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 7 and 23. Look what he said. He said, you were bought. For a price. That's right. Each and every one of us. Understand, we were bought with the precious blood of Christ. Yeah, his blood bought and paid for you, your freedom, and my freedom. Paul, Paul goes on to tell us in Ephesians uh, uh, 1 and 7, he tells us, he tells us through, through the blood of his son. Yeah, we are set free from our sins. God forgives our failures because of his overwhelming or overflowing kindness. Yeah, I mean, we didn't earn this thing. We didn't earn this thing called freedom. No, it was God's loving favor given to each and every one of us. I don't know about you, but I thank God for his favor. It's good to have favor from man, but I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that I got the favor of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Yeah, the second thing, the second thing, the blood not only brought redemption, but can I tell you, it brought a cleansing. <laughs> yeah, it brought a cleansing. Look, look, look at the text. It says, cleanse our conscience from acts that led, yeah, to death. The message translation says, cleanse our conscience from the useless things we had done. Now, maybe this doesn't mean anything to you, but, uh, uh, but when I start thinking about all the useless things I used to do, when I start thinking about all the things that didn't make sense, when I start thinking about the foolish and dangerous things I did, when I start thinking about, yeah, the downright unhealthy, uh, unholy things that I used to do. Uh, now, I, I know maybe it's just me. Maybe nobody else has done anything unhealthy or unholy. Yeah, but the truth of the matter is all of us have done something. Yeah, all of us have done something. You might don't want to admit it, but you too have done something that was useless. Yeah, maybe you slept with somebody that you shouldn't have. Maybe you drunk something that you shouldn't have drunk. Maybe you smoked something that you shouldn't have smoked. Maybe you took something that you shouldn't have taken. Yeah, uh, I don't know where it hit you at, but I know it maybe hit you somewhere. Uh, one of the goals of the devil is to keep reminding you, yeah, and me, of the past. Yeah, he doesn't want us to rejoice in the fact that Jesus' blood has cleansed us from all those things. Yeah, he wants to constantly bring those things up uh, to remembrance. But I'm so glad this morning that if we have accepted Christ as our Savior, yeah, the blood has been applied, yeah, to our past. Yeah, no longer do you have to live with the guilt of the past, but you can live in the pregnant possibilities of your future, knowing that you've been cleansed and made righteous, not by your own works, but by the blood 
of Jesus. Anybody thank God for the blood? I thank him for the blood this morning. It's been applied. Not only was it applied to the doorpost and the lintel, but it has been applied to my life. Third thing is, I got to get out of here. Not only did the blood bring redemption, not only did it bring cleansing, but it also gives life. Yeah, it gives life. Note what Jesus tells us in John 6 and 53. He says, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Just like naturally, think about this. There is no life without the blood. No living creature can live without the blood. So it is in the spirit. Without the blood, understand, being applied to our lives, we are nothing but spiritually dead. Spiritually unable to enjoy the wonderful things that God has provided for us. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to die, have not laid hold to everything that God has promised to my life. So I got to apply the blood. Yeah, Jesus said in John 10, 10, he says, the thief coming. Yeah, the thief coming. But not to kill, steal and to kill and to destroy. But no, he says, I come. Yeah, he says, I come. Yeah, I, I, I come, Jesus Christ. He says, I come that you might have life. Yeah, life. Yeah, the Greek life, zoe. Yeah, it means a God kind of life. The, the absolute fullness of life. Life from above. I don't know about you, but that's the type of life that I want to live. I want to live life from above. See, the blood of Jesus gives us life that God can manifest himself in and through. Yeah. It's a life that uh, God provides all of your needs. In other words, all your needs are met spiritually, physically, and materially. Yeah, I, I got to go, but that's a place right there to shout and praise God. Not only does the blood uh, bring redemption, not only does it bring cleansing, yeah, not only does it give life, but note that it gives you victory over your enemy. Well, yeah, John 10 and 10 tells us, yeah, that we've got all got an enemy. Yeah, the devil, he's our enemy. He's not our friend. He's out to destroy our life. Matter of fact, uh, the, the text says, John 10, 10 says he's a thief, he's a murderer, and a destroyer. Yeah, and he's playing for keeps. That's right. He, he's playing for keeps. He wants to destroy everything in your life. Matter of fact, thief in the Greek is the is the word kleptus yeah kleptus uh, that's where we get our english word klepto from yeah so the enemy is a, a, a klepto <laughs> yeah he's a klepto yeah he's out to steal yeah that's right he's out to steal your future he's out to steal your joy he's out to steal your peace yeah, he's a murderer. He wants to murder your dreams, your productivity. Yeah, he's out to destroy your life. He's out to destroy your job. Yes, right. Your happiness. He's out to destroy your health. He's out to destroy your finances, your marriage, your children. Anything that he can get his hands on, understand he's out to destroy. Yeah, but I thank God for the blood. <laughs> yeah, even though he's out to destroy some things in my life, yeah, I got the blood applied. Yeah, I mean, Revelations 12 and 11 tells us they won the victory over him because of the blood of lamb. See, victory is found in the blood. 
So when the blood is applied to our lives, understand, it's kind of like uh, uh, the blood uh, kind of going in between. It, it, it's, it's, it's a shield, yeah. The blood is like, matter of fact, it's like an umbrella. Yeah, it's like an umbrella. Without it, understand, the rain is going to get on you. But uh, with it, understand, it's a shield from the rain. Doesn't mean that it's not raining, but it does mean that the rain is not getting on you. That's right. The enemy can come. He can, matter of fact, he can form weapons. That's what the Bible says. Even though he may form a weapon, understand, it will not prosper. But why? Because you're covered under the blood. I wish I had somebody that was glad about that this morning. That even though he's coming, even though he's raging, even though he seems like he's triumphant, I'm here to tell you that if you got the blood of Christ applied to your life, there's nothing that he can do over you. Yeah. The blood, understand, he keeps the enemy, yeah, from doing yeah, what he really wants to do in your life. If you think about it, the deaf angel wanted to kill uh, all the firstborns of Egypt, but because the blood was applied on the doorpost and the lintel, understand he had to pass by. And I don't know about you, but I'm here to tell you that when the blood is applied to your life, the enemy has to pass you by. Doesn't mean he won't form weapons. Doesn't mean he won't come knocking, but he can't come in. I wish I had somebody that was glad about that this morning yeah I mean that's the kind of God that we serve that he has applied the blood to our life that's why when the blood is applied to your life you don't have to worry about your enemy whatever yeah yeah whatever he sends your way all you have to do is that say the blood has been applied that's right when he comes at your marriage you ought to say the blood has been applied when he comes at your health you ought to say the blood has been applied that's right when he comes at your family trying to get your children trying to tear everything up and raise all kind of hell you ought to say the blood has been applied yeah i gotta go i gotta go yeah we ought to thank god for the blood being applied to each and every one of our life there's something about the blood lastly i gotta get out of here not only yeah not only does his blood bring redemption not only does his blood cleanse not only does his blood give life yeah not only does his blood give victory that's right over your enemy but the last thing that it does is that it gives you access to heaven Woo, glory to God. I don't know about you, but that's why I serve the Lord because I'm not looking to live down here, but I'm looking for a home on high. That's why we ought to praise God and glorify him. The very reason that Jesus came and died for each and every one of us is so that we can have access to heaven. I don't know about you, but that's what I want. I want access to heaven. That's what Paul tells us. Look at, look at 2 Corinthians 5 and 11. It says, for we know that if our earthly house, this tent is destroyed, we have a building from God. <laughs> not from man, but from God. A house not made with hands and eternal in the heavens. <laughs> glory to God I mean we are not going to get access based upon who we are now that we're going to get access based upon what we have done the fact that I'm a pastor does not guarantee me access to heaven 
It does not give me access based upon how many sermons I preach, based upon how many building programs I've done. The only thing that gives me access to heaven is the blood. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I love Christ. That's why I love him, because he was willing to sacrifice so that we could have an opportunity to a place unlike any other place. Yeah, heaven. Heaven. Yeah, that's why I want to go. Do you, do you want to go? Do you want to go to heaven? Well, we got to make sure that we got the blood applied to our life. Yeah, it's not going to be based upon, you know, you're thinking that you've done so many good things. No, it's not going to be based upon just coming to church. It's not going to be based upon just because you memorize a few scriptures. No, it's going to be based upon the blood being applied to your life. And it's applied to each and every one of our lives when we have accepted Christ as our Savior. Yeah, today, as I close, we celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We celebrate what was done nearly 2,000 years ago. His dying and the shedding of his blood made the difference. Then, can I tell you, it's still making a difference. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't get old. Woo! Neither does it run out. His blood is still flowing, still covering, still being applied to the lives of people. So whatever is happening in the world today, matter of fact, whatever's happening in your life right now, yeah, if you apply the blood, it's going to be the thing that makes the difference. It's going to change the dynamics of things when we apply the blood of Christ to our life. I mean, when the blood is applied, I mean, even coronavirus, yeah, can't affect the blood. Yeah, that's why I serve the Lord. Yeah, that's why I'm not too worried about what's going on. Because I know I'm covered by the blood.